Today on the podcast, I have a lovely lady by the name of Amber McCammon, and she comes from the Virgin Islands, and she is the director, I'm just getting my notes here, director of programs and museum curator of the Virgin Islands Children's Museum. Just checking my notes, making sure I'm getting it right. Welcome to the Perfect. podcast. Welcome Thank you podcast. so much. Thank now, you. I'm thrilled to be here. Before the interview, you just in a brief walk around, and you have a big you know, enterprise going on there, a non-profit, which I'm sure inspires many children on the Virgin Islands that have the opportunity to come and see it. So what's your own story relating to this whole children's museum? How did you get there from America? How did you begin your journey? Right. Yeah. So, um, yes, we are, you know, down in the Caribbean, but it actually is still American soil. This is the United States Virgin Islands. So we're a U.S. territory. Um, I am a marine scientist, so I moved down to the island of St. Thomas to attend the University of the Virgin Islands um, to work on my, my uh, bachelor's degree in, in marine biology. Um, I stayed. <laughs> I fell in love with the community here, um, pursued my master's degree in Florida, but did all my research here, so um, had you know constant connection with, with the local community, and I'm currently working on my doctorate very good friends with the founders of the Virgin Islands Children's Museum. Um, Sarah Hughes and Sarah Erickson started the museum in 2016. At the time, I had a babe in arms. Um, so Aww. I was volunteering for them, um, wearing my baby in the fun carriers and doing what I could um, in the museum. This is the first children's museum in the territories. So it was a, kind of a new concept, um, really exciting. And people are still figuring out what that even means, um, you know. <laughs> so as a museum, I presume it's fun, it's educational, and I know you have music as part of it as well. We'll talk about that in a minute. But what inspired you to become a volunteer of, for this mm. museum? Um, well, I, I honestly, I have done a lot of community service work um, in lots of different genres, right? In, in, in science and education. And because it was two good friends of mine that started the Children's Museum, of course, I was invested. Um, and I had a young daughter of my own. So, you know, I, I, I saw the need. I saw the, you know, how wonderful it was going to be to have a resource like this for all of the families in the territory and visitors alike. And since 2016, you were telling me in a previous conversation that you've had your major challenges trying to keep this thing mm -hmm. going. Can you speak to that? Because there was weather challenges and then COVID comes along, the pandemic and all the rest. So can you yeah. just take us through the challenges that you've been through? Well, thank you. Yes, um, perseverance is the word of the day <laughs> for us. Um, yeah, so we established in 2016, we were in operation in an amazing, wonderful historic building in downtown Charlotte Amalie on the island of St. Thomas for a little under a year before the territory got hit by two back-to-back -back Category 5 hurricanes. Ouch. So, so 2017 it was a rough year, September of 2017. Irma took the roof of our museum, and then oh, the, no. two weeks later, we got hit by that second hurricane, Maria, and it flooded everything. So we lost most of our exhibits, um, and we couldn't stay in that space. Of course, the roof was gone. Um, that was sad because it was a beautiful building, um, the Grand Hotel, the old Grand Hotel. But we were able to move into an interim location, um, small, basically in a, a small strip mall kind of situation uh, in Buckner Mall in Havenside on St. Thomas. 
it used to be an old Radio Shack. So those of you that are familiar with that organization, so just a small little box basically, but we built it out, made it work just to get something going um, again for the community. A lot of people still didn't have power. I mean, some people took a year or more to get power. So they really? had a nice safe place to come with their children, get a little AC and have some time to, to just decompress and play and have fun together. Um, kind of forget about the worries of, of the storm and, and life in general. We were in that interim location again for a little less than a year okay. um, before this, where we are currently now um, in still in Buckner Mall, but in a much bigger space. We were able to move in build out again so three builds in three years oh my goodness <laughs> um for a small startup nonprofit, it was challenging but the community really um had our back and we got through it one solid year of operations 2019 was looking great our attendance was just going up 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 um, people were getting to know who we were and what we were about. Um, our visitation by tourists was increasing. It, it went up by 33% from our fir first location to, to this lake location. And then the pandemic hit. Oh. So, <laughs> so we had one solid year of operations and then we had to close for six months. Um, okay. But we continued to work even during this, after the storms, before we had a place to stay during the pandemic, when we were closed, we run multiple different community programs that are outreach programs. So we were still doing what work we could to, to be support for local families. And thankfully we were able to reopen and hold on. And we're, we're doing fundraisers all the time so we can just keep keep going yeah and talking about fundraisers i mean through that whole period to regenerate yourselves continuously through all those challenges how did you kind of source your funding to keep going yeah it's um a mixed bag of course um most of it is private donor um funds we of course are writing grants always um and asking various um government entities we have as of yet, we haven't gotten any funding from local um, government, but we're hoping that the, the governor will um, smile kindly on us with his ne next budget. Um, yeah, donations. We've got donations multiple global well. giving um, projects up. If you're not familiar with global giving, it's a really wonderful um, crowdsourcing for nonprofits uh, platform. So that's been really wonderful. So and that's what it funded where I'm sitting right now. <laughs> Global giving, really, wow. Mm -hmm. And the impact on your local community with this whole museum, what kind of impact have you seen or what response have you got from your local community? Because I am sure you're dealing with families maybe that don't have very much in contrast mm -hmm. to those who might be okay, a whole mixed bag. So kind of what reactions have Absolutely. you got? Absolutely, thank you. Yeah, we, we definitely have a great disparity in the haves and the have-nots um, in the territory, very high poverty rate. And just like, you know, all places, what comes along with high poverty is um, low test scores, um, low literacy rates, and so forth. So that's that's part of what was the impetus of creating this museum, having a support to really help pick everybody raise, up. Yeah, right. their standard, if you will. Yeah. So when I you know, I volunteered for quite a long time. When I, the first year that I took on the programs director role, I was running a program called Free Field Trips um, for elementary, all the local elementary schools. We got grant funding. We were able to invite them in. And that was the most heartwarming, wonderful experience. 
because the teachers, yes, the kids love it, of course. And they want to give you hugs and they're beaming with smiles on their faces and they have so much fun. But the teachers were literally crying and really? hugging me and thanking me. So <laughs> getting a little emotional, even talking about it. Yeah, it was so wonderful. So many people think that everything is for the tourists, right? Nice. So any kind of museum, any kind of excursion, any kind of like really some kind of activity, it's, it's for them. That's all for the tourists, mm -hmm. right? So when you can really invite and welcome the locals in and let them know that, no, we're here for you. The tourists are wonderful and we love them, but that's kind of bonus. We're here for the local population as a support for you. And once they know that, once they walk through the door and see the amazing space that I'll walk you through in a little bit, um, they're just blown away. And they're just amazing. like, what? We have this on our island? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so I presume all the exhibits that you have there are all educational based, you know, to try and get children to be more informed about different topics. Now, this is mm -hmm. a music podcast. Do you have music in the museum? Yes, we certainly do. Um, I'm a huge music lover myself and music is such a big part of Caribbean culture. So of course we have to celebrate that. Um, we are a stream-based museum, which is not standard in children's museums. They're often STEM-based, which is wonderful, but we've expanded that concept because again, there's just not a lot of opportunities here um, in the small Caribbean, um, you know, culture and uh, place. So we're science, technology, reading and writing, engineering, arts and humanities, and mathematics. So we're kind of covering it all. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. So under that arts is where our, our music would, would fall. And would fit in. there's lots of different ways that we celebrate and enjoy music. Um, we have a music um, and meditation dance room oh, um, where we supply dress ups for the children. We created a video that's um, dances from around the world. So we pay, play that periodically and put different dress ups so people can put on um, African skirts or or quadrille, Caribbean quadrille uh, vests or have different music makers from around the world and can just have really space That's so to, inspirational. to follow along and play. Yeah. What age groups in the museum like would you be most focused on? So we've um, we've always said that the, our core demographic is two to twelve, okay. but we are really here for all ages. Of course, you you know very well, just like with music, all forms of play is so yeah. important for oh, it is. all it ages. Is. Yeah, all and totally de-stresses people and, and relaxes them. And it's it's huge. Yeah, huge. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Now we so were talking, ways, sorry, go, go ahead. ahead. Okay, we well, were talking before <laughs> the interview that um, there's space for volunteers because of course nonprofits love volunteers. It helps to keep them going. And it's also great fun for people to have a new experience that want to give back. Now, I learned recently that you love to have musicians into your space to do different activities. And if they're like intermediate students, advanced musicians or just maybe adults wanting to give back and they just happen to have a musical skill that you would love to have them as part of your community. So can you speak more about that? Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. 
Um, of course, as a nonprofit, volunteers are our lifeblood. We yeah. couldn't do what we do if it wasn't for the support of the community and that's the greater community. So we have, of course, people that live here that that give time in various ways, but people from all over the world, if you're coming, um, you know, I'm happy to help facilitate if you wanna come and, and enjoy the Virgin Islands and work with us, that'd be great. Um, I know a lot of local musicians, we have invited them in for various things. Um, on Tuesdays, I do an activity called, a program called Toddler Tuesday in which the youngest uh, learners come in with their caregivers and we do all kinds of things. We do art projects, science experiments and music exploration. So if somebody wanted to come in, I have had in the past two people with just acoustic guitars and come in and sing simple songs with the young ones and, and teach them. Um, you know, it's really great for fine motor, um, hand-eye coordination, um, for communication building skills. You know, it's, it's so wonderful and fun. Um, we also have done various workshops in the past. Um, I, I told you about this when we spoke before. We do Bambula workshops. So local Bambula troops um, that are on island have come in and used our space as a, a place of learning. So we invited um, free of charge kids of various ages to come in and learn. This is um, a style coming out of West Africa is my understanding. So they okay. learn drumming, they learn dance, chanting and singing, um, headdress and how to, to prepare, you know, your whole costume. Um, it's really fun. Yeah, it, sound, it sounds yeah. so inspirational, yeah. but it also connects them back to their heritage potentially. Yes. You know, and into their cultural history, which is very important in the world we live in with technology now, kind of making everything bland and the same in a sense. But um, yeah, if somebody wanted to reach out to you, what is the best way to reach out to you and perhaps, you know, source accommodation or kind of find out more as, a, as an initial conversation? How can they reach yeah. out to you? Well, I would love them to check out our website, of course, um, www.vichildrensmuseum.org. That's children's with an S. And um, feel free to email me. My email is just my first name, Amber at vichildrensmuseum.org so pretty easy yeah. um and of course you know give us a call get on social media we're on we're on facebook and instagram um so you can follow us yeah just check it out reach out we'd be happy to have you come in um Fantastic. we've got our music exploration corner that i'm i'm trying to expand um okay. we've got our beautiful pentatonic chimes here we have a drum kit we have a large a giant a floor piano but i'd love to do even more so if you have great ideas and you've got <laughs> skills on. whatever <laughs> you've got come on, come, on yeah. Yeah, come come share and we'll yeah. we'll do something great together fantastic now just before we take a tour of the museum you mentioned that you've um your core degree or whatever is in marine biology am i correct there Yes. So what is the state of the waters around where you are in the Virgin Islands? Hmm. Well, just like the, the, the entire um, <laughs> circumglobal tropics, um, it's stressed. Um, of course, I, I'm an optimistic person, so there's always hope. There are certainly troubling things. Um, but again, as a, as a place of education, we hope to inspire individual and community change that can really 
drive healthier environment, local environment and global, you know, environment, climate, yeah. climate mm -hmm. really, because mm -hmm. um, that's what's affecting so much. So even today, if I was to take you outside, we're having an African dust event, um, which is fairly common for us now, unfortunately, as climate change is, is fueling further desertification of the Sahara, we're getting more and more of these really major dust events, which causes all kinds of human health problems, um, okay. but also coral diseases. So it's cr pretty crazy how something that's happening in Africa is affecting away. the marine yeah. organisms deep in the oceans of the Caribbean. That's incredible. Yeah. So that everything's incredible. connected. Well, yeah. that is true, isn't it? Everything is connected. Now mm -hmm. I am dying to see this museum. Would you like to take okay. us on a tour? Sure, I'll take you for a little walk through. So we're closed today. The only day of the week that we're closed is Monday. So we can do some, you know, maintenance and, and yeah. clean up and so forth. Um, but I'm happy to walk you through. I'm going to turn my camera. I will say, so not all of the exhibits are on right now mm -hmm. because we're closed, but you'll get an idea. Um, I think we'll just start this direction. I'll bring you back to the music exploration corner. Here we have an old ship's bridge so the children can pretend that they're a boat captain and navigate by the stars. And, you know, we just have lots of opportunities for pretend to play here. And we also have engineering. So this is part of our simple machines. They can do gears. They can create ball runs on our magnetic wall. Fantastic. They can use our incline plane. Okay. All the cars and balls are put away right now, but lots of different things of various sizes and shapes so they can test them out, see what goes faster. We have a water table room. Not on right now, I'm sorry, but um, they have different partitions they can put through and create different water channels, test boats, see whether a narrow or a wide channel will go faster. Okay. Um, so they can do their boat races. So, you know, always trying to challenge the kids to test and see what will happen. Mm -hmm. We have our giant kaleidoscope. <laughs> so, you know, as a low budget, <laughs> struggling yeah. nonprofit, we have to be very creative. Um, we, we built our own incline plane. We built our own giant kaleidoscope. This is Fantastic. actually a chimney, a chimney flume. Um, and, you know, if you could see it in person, we have, you know, glued a whole bunch of things ourselves just to make yeah. it happen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> fantastic. Fantastic. Um, this is our big logo wall where you walk in and the reception desk in our little gift shop here. Okay. Okay. Our newest exhibit. I'm going to turn the light on for you. It's off right now. Our newest exhibit. So excited about this. A, a donor worked with us for two years to get this going. This oh, is wow. our mango farm to market exhibit. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Oh, so kids would love that. Mangoes are actually from India, not from the Caribbean, but they are a huge part of our culture here now. Yeah. Um, we have a big mango melee on St. Croix every year. Uh, it's very common in the Caribbean to see street side vendors with yes. small trucks like this, with little carts where they're selling local fish, local produce. Mm -hmm. So we've just kind of recreated that. The kids can pick the mangoes from the tree. <laughs> Sorry, the I'm kids must have such fun pick to be the fair. the mangoes, get them to yeah. the market. I'm gonna turn on a couple of components of this. You'll hear some noise. They can um, take their mango balls and put them into this air blower, which takes it up, 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 
Sorry, oh my goodness. <laughs> oh, that's so clever. That is so clever. <laughs> um, it's kind of loud, so I'm going to just turn that off for you. You know, there's the all chimes. kinds of working components. Yeah, yeah but chimes. so much, so much creative stimulation. Yeah, the chimes. Yeah. And the, the beautiful, chimes, even, the beautiful artwork the you mural, have there as well. Right? Yeah. Yeah, we had beautiful. a local artist do the mural for us, and she's embedded a bunch of um, ecosystem service providers, a whole bunch of local flora and fauna beautiful. that all contribute to allowing us to even have mangoes. So yeah. we have lots of opportunities for conversation. Learning. Yes, exactly. Learning. And this oh, is look supposed at that. to this one's a mango seed, so it's green. I know it's dark, so you can't see it very well. You put it down the hole here in what's supposed to be a planter bed, and then you have to actually use human strength. I don't know if you can see this. Yes, turning the I dial. Can see it. Yes. To send your mango seed as a sapling grows up, 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 up. And once it gets to the top, then it'll run through and refeed. Fantastic. <laughs> the big Fantastic. <laughs> that so, yeah, is we're pretty, so creative. We're very happy with this one. Where's the little smoothie the washing stand? Yeah, yeah, so they can pretend to be making smoothies and so forth, going yeah. up on the cherry picker. Yeah. It's Fantastic. pretty fun. <laughs> Fantastic. So you um, can definitely see that there's so much, you know, conversation yeah. starters positioned absolutely and now yeah. we've got land you know earth and space <laughs> okay the connection so yeah yeah so we've got our rocket launcher this is an air flume it's not on right now but we give kids mm -hmm. um different light scarves things to make their own parachutes yeah and test out little parachute men and see what will work in our in our air tunnel mm -hmm. This is our dance and meditation room I was oh, telling you about. Beautiful. Just like, like beautiful. a big open space right now. But it really, that is what we want. We want the kids to have space to move. So this is yeah. where we can do our yoga, mommy and me yoga classes. We do dance classes in here. Um, and here's a few of our little dress ups and hula hoops. <laughs> Fantastic. Fantastic. And generally on this really big screen, this is where we, we show our, our dance videos for them to follow yeah. along. Um, yeah. But it's, it's such a great example of setting seeds in young minds to, you know, to hopefully grow something wonderful. Yeah. Inspired. Yeah, yeah so our, totally inspired. Our, kind yeah. of our key words are explore, play, discover. Yes. And it's for all ages. <laughs> and I bet you <laughs> there's some people that. love the dinosaur. Yeah. So this is what we call, he's kind of our mascot. This is Jasper. Okay. Jasper the dinosaur. He was donated to us by a, another um, museum that, that went out. Oh, okay. Um, okay. You know, it's, it's, Kind of sad we do have a light room i'm sorry the lights aren't on but we have a giant light right that we made ourselves okay. our light tables um yeah so many museums just like music venues have gone mm -hmm. out because of the pandemic oh the pandemic yeah definitely yeah, yeah i've seen it's, it here in my home country yeah i'm sure, sure. all over Look at the, the globes world. and oh. all the artwork again so wow. this, we call this Pangeo. We've got rocks from around the world that fluoresce. So we give you a little science behind fluorescing rocks. We have local geology uh, over here. We've got, you know, where you are 
in the world with our wonderful oh, NASA wonderful projection map. on the wall yeah. um, and where you are in the universe. <laughs> Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I love and do, do you find with this map. Do you find that you have many children that keep returning to the museum? Yes. It isn't just like a one-time visit. They come back and they come back and they come back. They do come back. And you yeah. know, um, again, because we're struggling, we can't change everything up as much as we might like to. Yes. The kids don't care. The parents sometimes are like, well, when are you going to get something new? Because they've been, you know, five times in a month and they're like, okay, I've seen it all. But the kids, they don't know. They just love the it. fun. Yeah, <laughs> yes. they love the fun. Yeah. And of course, we're always like working. Things, like I said, that mango exhibit took two years. Wow, two years. You know, years, it takes yeah. a long time to do mm -hmm. to do things. Um, to and you've got to fundraise and so forth. Yeah. This is our kind of funny mirrors. Okay. We call it our with hall that. of illusions. Yeah. Hall of illusions. Um, and I'll walk you through there and we'll we'll end in the music maker section or music corner. In the music section, okay. So yeah, so we'll end there. So this is our hall of illusions. Okay. We just have various kind of tricks of the mind, tricks of the eye that okay. you can read about and test. Um, don't want to get sucked up into the twilight zone. Oh my goodness. <laughs> No, just so creative. Fun. So we just creative. got speaking of environmental conscious. So we really do try to lead by example in so many ways. We do not sell single use water bottles, even though people ask us all the time. We finally mm -hmm. took me a couple years, but I finally got the money. We just had this installed. We've got signage coming for our, oh, our drinking to, fountain and oh, water bottle refill station. Fantastic. So happy. So happy yeah, to have great. it. Great. Yeah. So our visitors see, have a. <laughs> yeah. I've seen those things in other places. Yeah. They're great. Yeah, they are. We have something coming soon here. I won't spoil it, but this was okay. our 3D printing and recycling room. I'm moving that to another location and we're putting something in for our youngest learners in this corner. Right. Check okay. back with me to find out about that. <laughs> okay. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. And okay. then we're going to just walk back. So you can see our indoor playground. So this is pretty nice. Again, we're in a, you know, we're in the tropics, subtropics. Yes. So it's pretty warm. Man, oh. and enjoy yeah. some conditioning and some safe play. We've got the soft mats on the bottom. This one for the younger children and then a nice big one for the, not just older children, <laughs> or really adults as well that slide. <laughs> oh that's fun that's oh, yes. fun yeah. in um in october every year we didn't do it this last year because of the pandemic normally we have murals all over we love our murals normally we host a big fundraiser in october it's a masquerade ball okay. and people get very dressed up it's adults only event and mm -hmm. women in super fine beautiful sequence gowns go down that slide Oh my goodness. Yeah. Oh it's my fun. goodness. That must be hilarious. And by the way, yeah, I love that um, picture you had there on the wall of the whale going up, reaching the guy Isn't in the boat. That beautiful? It's a beautiful yeah. piece of artwork. Yeah. Beautiful. Really. And then you have a reading uh, area there. Did with you the get books? along? Yeah, this is our little book nook. We just recently brought the books back out, you know, again with the pandemic. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we were trying to follow what the libraries are doing, but we we didn't have the facility, the capacity yeah. to be quarantining our books by, for two weeks after someone touched it, you know, yes, and keep yes. it organized like that. So we were doing audiobooks 
um, something called a Tony box. I don't know if you're familiar with that. You get these no. little fun characters and you okay. can put the characters on the box and it'll sing songs and read various stories, which is really great. But yes. now we're happy. We were able to just put our books back out recently. Great. Yeah. Great. And, and see things returning to normal. Yeah. It really is. And we do story times here. We do um, even online readings mm. here in our book nook Fantastic. as well, which is Fantastic. really great. And then I'm going to end right here in our little music corner, which is, of course, I have my my desk set up because that's where I was sitting to talk to you. But you'll get yes. an idea. We have our giant floor piano, which someone just uh, someone that came to visit just recently gave me the great suggestion of actually writing the notes on each. Oh, key. yeah. That's, so I just yeah. bought some some uh, paint pens. So I'm going to do that. Great. This and is a, always corner. in the works. This is our music corner. So um, I think this corner, I think this mm -hmm. corner is showing the potential for somebody with musical knowledge to come on and really yes. have impact. Yes. Yes. I'm sure. So, I'm sure other people will come with wonderful ideas. I mean, there's so much more I'd love to do too. If I had the I funding, I'd love to get a steel pan. I'd love to get a cajun or other um, yeah. percussion. Of course, people love our our drum your kit. drum kit yeah yes yeah. you will find all ages of course but you often find the dads over here <laughs> oh I'm, I'm not going to say how typical but i could imagine i could yeah. imagine yeah but that's wonderful I'm, that's wonderful. I, I want to build it's in the works i'm gathering supplies i want to build for this wall here um kind of a busy board a musical busy board i don't know if okay. you're familiar with that for really young learners they yes. love to push buttons and just figure out hear the and sounds and hear the sounds and know that they yeah. have that power to make stuff happen so we're gonna yes. you know do that and Fantastic. then this is of course our pentatonic chime which we absolutely love here i'll i'll try to give you a little tone here oh that's it that's the sound <laughs> that's the sound of the pentatonic Fantastic. Yeah. And good vibration. You speak about vibrations and everything. Beautiful. Yes. So, yes. So we've, we've got some great infographics. It's one of the things that was, you know, put on our back burner since we had to build and rebuild and rebuild yeah. again. Um, yeah. So I'm working on it now. I want to get more and more signage, not to tell people how to play, but just give them a little bit of science behind well, you know, the exhibits for, that they're experiencing. Yes, but for young children as well, just explore the different sounds to perhaps choose an instrument to learn. That alone yeah. to start yeah. exploring the world of music is very um, impactful because I often say at this time of the year, you know, going to festivals is a great opportunity to see musical instruments in action while going to Absolutely. children's museum like this is another opportunity. So um, absolutely fantastic. live music, live music has definitely been something that has inspired me. Mm. And here that's been one of the most wonderful things, I would say, um, that was one of the questions you had for me before was, you know, music, music secrets exposed, you know, what have you learned so far about? Yes, that's play? right. Yeah, I have learned that all ages, they love to play music together. So I'll get, you know, a mom on the pentatonic chimes and a kid at the drum kit and somebody else comes with a, you know, music a guitar shakers, or something. Yeah, a guitar, anything. Yeah. And you'd be, you know, I'm sure you wouldn't be amazed because you're <laughs> into the music world, but I was certainly amazed at yeah, just, just how wonderful and in sync people can can come together, families, and, and it really just takes, learn great it, communication it, exactly. skills. Exactly, and it takes 
families away from all the stress and tension of everyday life and they're together in a mm-hmm. harmonious space it's it's a gift really to be able to give people fantastic yeah. amber great Absolutely. stuff so yeah, um okay so you. for people to reach out to you they can either email you at amber at mm-hmm. vichildrensmuseum.org or just simply visit the website vichildrensmuseum.org and um Please i think for do. i think for a summer holiday for a volunteer what an experience they'd oh, have yeah. integrating into the local community and meeting new people and just using their skill to give back <laughs> yeah so um Absolutely. what has been the what has been the biggest thing that you've learned through this whole process of developing this museum and being part of such a, an effort? What has been the biggest takeaway? I think um, just how resilient and strong the community is. Yeah. Actually, you know, we got a lot of pushback when we were first going to try to, to create something like this. Um, quite you know with just a lot of kind of naysayers like oh we don't need that or we don't understand what it is or it wouldn't really be used it's gonna fail i I mean hey it has not been easy it's for sure been a struggle um and it takes time especially in such a transient community we have so many people that come down move to the territory and leave again very quickly so the turnover rate is is really great we have a lot of people from other islands, so they don't necessarily speak English. So we have to be able to tailor to, to Spanish to speakers, Haitian, to Creole mm. speakers and so forth. So just you know, learning to be diverse in our offering and being persistent. I think that was the, the yeah. big learning, like, yeah. you know, yeah. don't, don't give up. Yeah, but isn't it wonderful it. <laughs> though that the response that you've got from teachers who have influence in their local communities. I mean, that of itself is fantastic. That's yeah. that's great. That just proves Absolutely. what you're doing is so valuable. And I'm just wondering, you know, to keep yourself going through all these ups and downs and to keep yourself inspired, what is the best mm-hmm. tool of choice that you use? Is it going to the ocean and spending time there? No. Where do you get your inspiration from? That That's huge for me, of course, as a marine yeah. scientist. Um, yeah. I, I get into my Zen mode um, when, when I'm in the ocean, but as far as work, and of course I get inspiration for specific um, projects that I want to do in the museum for that, but really for the greater museum, my inspiration comes from being in here and working in here when it's quiet. So I often, I'm a night owl, so I'll often come in at night and I've got the entire museum to the, to myself. I can put on the museum, the music I like, um, you know, and play it loud, however loud I want to. And I can dance around and play around and be fixing things. And, and yeah, no, I just, and then suddenly ideas, ideas just picking. come. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Fantastic. Fantastic. And seeing that, that, that juxtaposition. So I get to see the kids at play and then have the time alone in the space with yeah. music. Yeah. That's what inspires me to Fantastic. do different things. Fantastic. Yeah. Now, last question. What is the best way people can help? I presume it's through donations and that kind of thing. So if people want to donate, where can they go? Absolutely. Yeah. The simplest, well, well, so you can either visit our website. We do have a donate now button on our website and I'm sure you can find them through our social media platforms, you know, Facebook and Instagram as well. It directs you to our PayPal account. Um, And as I mentioned, we do have multiple global giving um, campaigns up and running right now. One of them is it's called art exploration and the music 
um, exploration corner is part of that. So it's, oh, okay. uh, yeah, it's all the different arts, but we and have other projects going to USAR. Where are those? We worked on, you know. Yeah. <laughs> where are the links for the global giving? Are they on your website as well? I'm not positive if they are on our website, but if not, okay. We what I can do is I can put hmm, them there into the show us. notes. I can put them into the show okay. notes there so people That'd can access great. them. Yeah, so people can just read up and see what they're like. Okay, wonderful. And of course, donation of items is is appreciated, but sometimes we don't have a lot of storage space, so sometimes that that Ask can first, become maybe. troublesome. Uh, yeah, first, yeah, talk with me. Um, but you know, as I said, I am trying to expand the the offerings in this corner. So if you have instruments that you know are still in good condition or could be fixed up a little bit and used by children, you know, suitable for public spaces, I'm very open to that. Um, funds are always wonderful, but books, musical instruments, I, we're very open. Or just your time. Yes. Time is huge. So many people are like, I don't have extra money. I'm struggling myself, but I, but I have a little bit of time. If you want to come and work with us at an outreach, a community outreach event, or um, work in the museum for a few hours, or, you know, you don't want to be around a lot of people right now. Hey, pandemic is still um, a concern still for people. I understand, mm. but you know how to sew. I have all kinds of stuff, you know, so just talk to me. Tell me what your skills are. I bet you I could put you to work. Fit you in somewhere. Fit you in somewhere. Yeah. Well, listen, it's been fantastic to have you on the podcast and to learn of such a unique story. And even though that you've had your challenges with weather and COVID, you're still here, still here when others have unfortunately fallen by the wayside. So I think that deserves a congratulations that you've survived Aww. all of that. So it's great to see Thank it. Thank you it really so is. much. So um, thank just to you. remind so you of thankful. the website, just to remind the listeners of the website again, it's vichildrensmuseum.org. So there Correct. you Correct. You got it. Thank you very oh, much, thank Amber. You. Thank you so much for your interest and for taking the time to talk to me. It's been a real pleasure. My pleasure as well. My pleasure as well. <laughs>